Week 13 is in the books, and for most leagues, the playoff matchups are set. The lineups for these playoff teams, however, may not be so set. Now, we've got all the news on Gronk, Tyrod Taylor, A.A. Ron Rodgers, and plenty more to get you ready for your first playoff matchups. So let's get right down to it and run up the score. You're listening to Run Up the Score, a fantasy football podcast. Hello, 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 everybody. Welcome to Run Up the Score. It's Donald here with Scott. Hola, mis amigos. And Tom. Hey, everybody. And it's uh, it's our week 13 recap for most leagues. We are entering the playoffs the after this week. Oh, yeah. So congratulations to those of you who advanced through this holiest of fantasy weeks. Uh, apologies to the teams that are battling for consolation brackets. I'm always the one to take the consolation bracket seriously. <laughs> On a you quick aside, um, I just think that, uh, well, anyway, everybody should feel like they have something to play for. You never Even give if it's up. Just pride. You should also, in practice, make your league um, value the position you wind up in. Right. So, like, the, some of the more competitive leagues we're in, I know that it, it you where you finish dictates your choice of when you pick in the draft the next year. So it's always good to set that up so you have something to fight for. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Additionally, um, now that I have this audience, you know, I want the Yoffs to catch on. <laughs> yes. I don't want it to be the playoffs. I always say the Yoffs. And uh, it's caught know. on with me too. Yeah. And yeah. yeah, we'll just we'll it just have to on. overflow Twitter with Yoffs. <laughs> it caught on big time with like our hometown league yeah. um, last year, and, I, and I'm, I'm all for it because I'm all for abbreviating things. Like we call touchdowns tutties, we call the playoffs Yoffs. You know, like we're we're developing as abbreviators oh, yeah. as well as fantasy podcast, fantasy football podcast. Our time is valuable, and we just yeah. don't have enough time for two syllables. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> but uh, and uh, the time for losers is now. I look around at us. You know what I see? Losers. So let's get to our losers of the week. Uh, not as big of a loser week as we've had in the past, but we did find uh, some very good ones. And Scott, we got to start with it because it's the biggest news story of the day. Who is your loser of the week? Yeah, Gronk loses his cool, commits four penalties of his own during the game, and then goes in the post game and whines about getting hit all the time. Gronk, you're playing football, man. Too bad. You got to play through penalties, and you can't just go crushing people. You're too damn big to be hitting people like that. So he gets suspended for a game and just destroys every team that you know was playing in the first round of the playoffs like i was saying to you guys earlier one of my leagues that i have gronk luckily it seems like i'm gonna get the buy so i may survive but um you know another one of my leagues i'm left hoping for uh, uh an asj touchdown and you know something along those lines a miracle play at tight end because gronk was a big time loser it's, yeah, and he it, has an awesome matchup, which stinks yeah. too. So I don't expect his appeal to go positively. But Mike Evans is dead. God, do I hope it does. Yeah. Yes, me and too. I mean, I mean, we like the three of us really can't even give an unbiased opinion of like what we think is gonna happen because like for me, like I don't have Gronk in any leagues, but every team every league where I'm in the playoffs, the team with Gronk made the playoffs. So I'm like, Yeah, I hope he I hope the appeal doesn't <laughs> go through. That was a that was like a totally dirty play, blah blah blah. But like you know, like 
Maybe it will. The, a, the whole A.J. Green, Jalen Ramsey fiasco has just made it be like, yeah. what are you doing? Like, what? Like A.J. Yeah. Green had the most egregious act in the league so far this year, and he didn't get suspended a game. And now you see Crabtree and, and all these other guys, and now Gronk getting suspended. And it's just like, where are you pulling this from? That's yeah. what make, gives me the most concern. I actually yeah. weirdly think he has a chance. He and, definitely has a chance. Yeah, and the Patriots are always in the favorable side of things. Right. You know what I mean? Yep. Especially yep. with suspensions that involve it's key players. It's almost right. like you expect him to have some... You know, it, it sounds like you think Gronk's taking to the court, Don. <laughs> I, yeah, second circuit, uh, Thurgood Marshall him maybe and, involved. Him and Z. I hear he's a great guy. Um, that's my Trump, if anybody didn't figure I, that out. Should. I'm sure everyone did. <laughs> it was pretty good, actually. Thank you. We Donalds uh, got to disassociate from the big one. Um, <laughs> Tom, your loser of the week. My loser of the week is Jordan Howard. He had yeah. the, the matchup handed to him on a silver platter, and he goes 13 for 38 with one reception for negative five yards. Oh, my So God. if you're in a half PPR league, he got nothing for that If play. you're in a standard, you got negative, negative five, five. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, brutal. So, like, I mean, really, this is the, this is the matchup of matchups. It, PPR running backs – there's only been two teams that haven't had a 20-point PPR running back against the San absurd. Francisco 49ers. Just the Seahawks, who don't have one. With two tries, running by back. the way. Two tries they had. And, and Jordan Howard. <laughs> Unbelievable. The Seahawks running game is so bad. And, and Cohen tried on that amazing oh God, punt return yeah. touchdown. And, you know, we've literally been saying it yep. all year. When are they going to get this kid more touches? It, it just, he's ball. Tyree it's Kill. Not gonna, yes. He's 100% the he's next He's just Tyree like Kill. Tyree Kill. Yep, I agree yep. with you. They should move him to receiver. I mean, he would be Tyree great plays a little them. running back. Right. I actually thought that that – well, I mean, I'm on the record on this podcast. You were the one who initiated that no, thought for They me. had no receivers. Right. And then he burst on the scene. I'm like, dang. That's why he's going to be so useful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then they just they they don't, don't use him. him. He scores 50% of the yeah. time he touches the ball, and they don't give <laughs> um, him. Since the 49ers have fired Jim Harbaugh, which was, I think, like three, four years, two, three, four years ago now, um, they have two road, they have three road wins, and two of them have come against the Bears, coached by John Fox. Okay. Hashtag okay. stats. Yeah. Um, That's a good one. So they've got their number. Yeah. Whether it's Tom Sula or uh, Kyle Shanahan. I thought Garoppolo looked pretty good. Yeah. The interception that he had wasn't on him at all. It was right right through a receiver's hands. Um, but we should probably wait till yeah. Let's, recap let's do, that do that. In the recap. Yeah, you almost just yeah. I was like, what am I doing? Made me start halfway the, through. Start the whole um, talk about yep. other people. <laughs> yeah, exactly. my loser of the week is Thanos. The uh, the Avengers Infinity God. War trailer dropped last week. Uh, we know how it typically works out for the Avengers. That is enemies. not what you put on the Google um, Doc. No, no, not at all. <laughs> for fantasy football purposes, my loser of the week is Matty Ice. Uh, we call him Matty Ice. I think he's Matty ICU because he's putting his, he's giving his uh, fantasy owners a heart attack this year. Um, he has just been terrible. Hasn't been higher than QB nine this year, right? Where he was, I think QB two or three or maybe even one so last year. I saw and, a stat today. Josh McCown has had five games this year where he's been at least QB seven or greater. Matt Ryan. Bagel. Yeah, he's I mean, unbelievable. So you know, it's just a crazy thing. I mean, we all kind of went on and talked about how we thought regression was imminent from Matt Ryan with but not this how bad. they did. But this this is terrible. He's ruining teams this year. It's yep. quite the departure from uh, what a lot yeah. of people were expecting. He came and, crashing back yeah. down to his norm, you know, because yeah. realistically, this is this is really what he's been yeah, for he most was of his career for a while. He had an, an amazing year last year where the stars aligned, I think, and now. They have unaligned. <laughs> so now, I mean, 
you know, because f- for a lot of teams who invested in Matt Ryan in, you know, the seventh, eighth, possibly even the sixth round, like their season's over. So Matt Ryan's prospects for next year, I mean, where do we think he'll be? I, I like, I personally, I think he'll be like outside the top 10 in terms of QB ADP. Well, here's the thing with that is like he's in that range and will be in that range of quarterbacks that I'm just not going to be interested in yep. whatsoever. Yeah. Because I'll only take, you know, say a guy that I think could be a top five finisher who's kind of slipping, then I'll yeah. take advantage, like Russell Wilson I have in many places this right. year, which I'm super happy about. Obviously. And then I'll wait forever and get yep. Philip yeah. Rivers or uh, whoever. I, so, what I've learned this year, dude, I'm not picking a quarterback. I like might even not pick one. Yeah. Because <laughs> like I my best you could stream quarterbacks the way you stream defenses and the best team I the best team. teams I have. I, I have two very good teams this year and one of them I drafted Carson Wentz in the fifteenth round, and the other one I drafted Aaron Rodgers. And my team is still in, you know, it's doing perfectly fine. I've been picking up Tyrod and Bortles and McCown and this oh my. guy and that guy. You know, it's like I know that yeah. you're because I'm doing the same thing, and we we talk about it obviously. Right. So we've been we've been playing yep. the revolving door and doing just fine. So it's making me think like what what am I doing picking any quarterback really the only the only thing that tempts me is when some stud falls like yep. when russell wilson i got extreme value on russell wilson in like two leagues and mm-hmm. i just couldn't yep. i couldn't turn couldn't it resist away. yeah and he's on you know the biggest heater in the league right now he's, yeah i mean he was, he's overall number one yeah he's the number one player in so, fantasy and he was going too late i mean they didn't have a great year last year but like the storyline of the seahawks he was lining up for him yep. to be awesome he, while we're on the topic, he's no question my MVP. Um, I think that per- the performance that he put on against Philly um, the other night was absolutely incredible. He was running oh, for yeah. his life three quarters of that game. And, you know, I-, I was thinking about it. Do you guys think that the Seahawks, with their offensive line and their run game and their beat up secondary, are they a playoff team with any other quarterback in the league? Rodgers. There's a specific skill set that Russell Wilson has that. I don't think you can put any other quarterback in the league on the Seahawks and they make the playoffs right now. It would literally have to be like Michael Vick. Right. In like, his prime. Yeah. It's, it, you know, his his ability to, uh, to evade the blitz and still make deep, accurate throws like yep. he has been. There's nobody in the league that can do that. I mean, yeah, he's, I mean, he's putting on a show. It's unbelievable. Um, he's been a hero, some might say. So let's get to our waiver wire heroes again. We've been saying it for like a month now, I feel like. The waiver wire pool is getting smaller and smaller as the weeks go by because there's just like at this point, playoff teams have their guys and teams that are out of it are probably not going to be willing to make a ton of moves. We didn't have a ton of um, we didn't have a ton of parity in terms of like injuries or anything like that. The only thing we're really worrying about right now is is the Rob Gronkowski suspension. Again, he was suspended for the next game against Miami. He's appealing. Um, We'll probably have news on the appeal, I would think, by our Thursday episode, guys. Hopefully. If not, I mean, obviously. If not, add on But, you know, there's not just not as many heroes. We did find some, and uh, it wasn't necessarily a heroic comeback performance for Josh Gordon, but 11 targets is 11 targets, whether right. they're coming from Deshaun Kaiser or Deshaun Watson. Right. And, you know, he turns four of them into 86 yards. He was shadowed by Casey Hayward on 20 of his 28 routes. Mm-hmm. On his other eight, they lined him up in the slot to get him away from Casey Hayward. But, I mean, he was making some big-time catches. He was doing things that we kind of remembered him doing. 
Did he put it all together in that Josh Gordon way? No. I mean, for, he had a good. That's a really he, tough yeah, secondary. That's so, a tough secondary. Yeah. He had a great game. Yeah, I mean, that's your first game back in three years, and you put up eighty yards. I mean, I'm against I'm on board Casey with that. Hayward when your when your offensive line and quarterback have to struggle with uh, Melvin Ingram and Bosa. You know, those games can go horribly wrong against the Chargers defense sometimes when they're clicking. And, right. And you know what I was most surprised about for him, and it's very encouraging, is Corey Coleman played in this game. Yeah, and, and four he, targets Coleman had. Four targets, you know? Yeah. So Josh Gordon, it seems like, has already taken over that number one receiver role, and we've seen it in the past. You know, you guys know I'm not a big, I'm not the biggest Josh Gordon believer, but I mean, production's production, right? Yeah. I, I was actually going to loser of the week, Kenny Britt, too, just because, like, he just did nothing to keep Josh Gordon off the bench. Right. And I, I mean, granted, he doesn't have the physical gifts that Gordon does, but I just thought, you know, it would have been, I don't know. I thought it was gonna. I was gonna do it as a joke, and given your reactions, it was terrible. So I'm glad I'm picking Matty Ice. Um, speaking of the Gronk news, uh, I threw Dwayne Allen's name in there. He has been getting more targets of recent. However, his first catch didn't come until week ten yeah. right. of the I mean, season. So I'm not necessarily saying you have to go out and get him. I just kind of wanted to throw his name out there and see what you guys thought. Yeah, with Martellus Bennett on IR, if you're looking for an in-house solution, it would be him. Right. I think right. if you're in like a really crowded league, that might be your best bet. But I think there's some other guys out there that can fill in the gap. I think um, on the other side of the football this week versus the Patriots, Julius Thomas is actually a nice fill-in for yeah. Gronk. Um, the Patriots defense has been good of late, but you know, he's a good target and a great athletic guy and his problems have usually been like health related, you know, right. trying to stay on the field and his last five games have been pretty encouraging. Mm-hmm. So he's getting a bigger target share. You're seeing Devonte Parker being like phased out, basically. cast away. Yeah. And you know, Julius Thomas is a total touchdown candidate. Let's yeah, say definitely. And that's as good as it gets sometimes for a tight end. Yeah, and there's there's some other matchups. I mean, if if people um, were a little premature and dropping Safarian Jenkins, he has a pretty good matchup this week. But also, Dwayne Allen has a good matchup. Miami has been getting cooked by tight ends. You know, it's just cooked hard, by Jared Cook. It, it's hard to believe, you know, that that Dwayne Allen can have a good game. But I think he's a touchdown candidate too. If somebody dropped Cameron Brait, which I advised against because once you saw him come back or James Winston come back. Fantasy was made braid again. Right, so there was that. That connection is unreal. The the Green Bay Packers are great against the tight end. They were the best against the tight end coming into that. Yeah. Um. So that will affect that ranking. It surely. was uh, when I when I think of that, I think of um. Remember when Cam Newton was like all pumped, like oh I got my dog back with Greg yeah. Olson. It was like just the other way around for the yeah. Bucks. Cam, Cam Braid's like yeah, I got him <laughs> <Absolutely>. back, baby. <laughs> Definitely. Um. Let's move on now. Uh. Teon Green and Theo Riddick split carries because. Amir Abdullah was out with a neck injury. Now, super scary. Next. Dwayne Washington also out. Yeah. Right. So if it's those two, Teon Green scored, theoretically got a ton of snaps. If you're in a tight bind, if you've got some really brutal matchups, um, I'm not suggesting sitting guys that you've counted on all year for them, but they could be a nice uh, streaming play. I'm yeah. just not sure. Um, you know, They might be worth to bolster that roster down the stretch in season long, but I mean, maybe not to spot start this. Yeah. Week. I think Riddick's high floor can come back though. You know, he could easily catch five passes. Yeah. He's been a little bit more effective as of late, but additionally they're playing the, uh, the bucks who, how many times we got to say it, they're letting up a lot of soft as putty. Yeah. I mean, yep. you see Jamal Williams go crazy. So he's you know, good. Man, these guys Jamal he is good. And speaking of that guy, if he's available, you should definitely get him. He's probably not, but his counterpart, Aaron Jones is back. Yeah. He only ha- he was only on the field, so temper your expectations a little bit with this one. But also, 
be weary if you're a, uh, a Jamal Williams owner. He was only on the field for two snaps. Yeah. Aaron Jones. Aaron yep. Jones. And he scored. One rushing touchdown. Yep. 20, one, snap, one carry, one 20 carry, yards. 20 yards touchdown. So he has a great stat line by the end of the day. Yep. But, I mean, he was out-snapped by, like, 24 times. Right. Multiple of 24. <laughs> so <laughs> I think Jamal Williams is going to be the primary ball carrier. Right. But it'll be interesting to see how much Aaron Jones can cut into that tar- that market share going forward. I think for week 14, Jamal Williams still very safe. Especially yep. now with the news, Ty Montgomery IR. He's yeah. done for the year. Yeah. So it's going to be Jones and Williams, two guys who kind of do a lot of the same thing. So it's going to be interesting to see how they divvy up snaps. Um, we're kind of bouncing all around. So we're going crazy. I'm yeah. going to say it for the second <laughs> it's week playoffs, now. baby. This, the Yoffs. Oh, my bad. Yoffs. The Yoffs. <laughs> we got to get through the Yoffs. Um, I mean, the Packers are doing enough to get Aaron Rodgers back. Yeah. And, 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 and listen, like, if you have a buy in the playoffs, you absolutely need to put a claim in for Aaron Rodgers because you can get him back against a very beatable Carolina defense. Drew Brees had another great game against them. The Saints tore them apart. Carolina's defense hasn't been playing well against prolific offenses. And listen, like there's some risk involved, obviously, with a guy no coming back for his first game in eight weeks or whatever it is. But I mean, you know, with I, a broken collarbone yeah. on his throwing shoulder, which of course is is a little nerving, but it's Aaron Rodgers. And, exactly. And, you know, this that overtime win was huge. Gigantic. That was so big yeah. to give them a chance. And yeah. now they get Cleveland next week. So, you know, it does actually kind of yeah. seem like he's going to come back. I, To me, I don't think that they're going to get in the playoffs, but that might not yeah. matter at this point for fantasy purposes. As long as they have a chance to get in the playoffs, he's going to come back. I think he's going to come back. I mean, Aaron Rodgers rules. Don't get yeah. me wrong. Like, I'm on the record with that for life. Right. But I would be scared to play him. Me too. Because you don't want to have that guy go out there and tank you. You know, Tyrod Taylor coming back, now he's got like um, the Colts at home, Miami at home, which he was in total contention to be in I would trust Aaron Rodgers against the Pro Bowl defense instead of Tyrod Taylor at this point. Now, like, (laughs) those are are amazing matchups for a crowded league. Right. Maybe you had to deal with Tyrod Taylor, maybe because of Aaron Rodgers. Mm -hmm. But... Now, with the risk of him leaving the field at a moment's notice, yeah, you can't. Do well, it. Tyrod Taylor has the same problem now. He's got a bruised patellar that's, tendon. That's right. my point. Um, and I mean Aaron Rodgers as well. They're they're kind of one of the same in that regard. That's, um, <laughs> let's get to some quarterbacks though, who can kind of give you a lift that could possibly still be out there. And this one in particular is is a more savvy play. It's Blake Bortles. Now you're gonna look and you're gonna see that he plays Seattle this week, but. As Scott brought to my attention right before we started recording this episode, he's got two very excitable matchups, week 15 and 16. Right. He plays Houston, week 15, I believe, and then San Fran, week 16, or a flip-flop. I'm not 100% sure on the schedule, but either way, these are basically you know pillow-soft targets for a quarterback who, if you look at his, at his fantasy production over the past maybe five weeks... He's been good. Yeah. He's really has put up, I think, at least 16 points over the last five weeks. He's getting it together. That you know, he's starting to get that pass game going. He's finally got D.D. Westbrook fully healthy. He's finally got Marquise Lee coming back to stronger health. And you know, it's just it's an interesting time for Blake Bortles. I think you pick him up right now. You might not even need to use a claim on him. You can pick him up for free, and then you got him as an option for those final two weeks if you make it that far. Yeah, and it's worth mentioning Marquise Lee. If he's available, he looked great. Yeah, yeah for and sure. with those two matchups, you could do yeah. much worse than him. That's right. Uh, Dede Westbrook also getting a lot of targets in the last three weeks, over 25 or something like that, which is, that's like, you know, every 
like it's every like week Julio Jones type targets. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, so you gotta you gotta consider that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, from one QB wide receiver combo to another, uh, Josh McCown, Jermaine Curse. We talked about McCown. McCown is currently QB six. He's an every week starter. Hashtag stats, <laughs> which is insane. And Jermaine five Curse, touchdowns. Yep. <laughs> and Jermaine Curse has caught has caught a hundred yards worth of passes the last two weeks combined. And listen, more and more defenses are going to start locking in on Robbie Anderson. Whether that's successful or not, we don't know because Robbie Anderson's on an absolute tear right now. So is but Curse. Curse is so. getting. Curse has less attention on him, which is causing him to produce as well. Right, and that's kind of Absolutely. to me why they're going away from Safari and Jenkins right now because these two receivers are just really torching secondaries right I now. do kind of disagree with the sentiment that they're going away from Safari and Jenkins. When you watch a game two weeks ago, they were going. Right at him in the red zone. It just didn't seem to work out. There was he a, had a touchdown, he had a touchdown like a bobble, like yeah. a loser. But you know that. It, so like even where he finishes, he should have like two or three more touchdowns to his name. Yeah, that touchback call with the one that he drops. Mm-hmm. You know, like I'm not worried about him. Um, and I think Kansas City is no joke against the tight end. Right, either, they're, they're, they're a good matchup. They're a good defense. Yep. They're formidable on the inside. So I think down the road when he gets different matchups, he'll be okay. He'll I think this is a comeback week for SJ. He gets yeah. Denver. So, you know, that's oh, that's been a, a very exactly. burnable one. And I'm, I'm so happy that I had I have Gronk in a league where, you know, the league that I don't have a buy. I've Gronk in two leagues. One of them I'm, like, hoping for dear life that AJ Dream doesn't go off so I make the playoffs in. But obviously I'll lose Gronk, but I've kept ASJ the whole year, so I'll, hopefully I'll be able to slot him in. Going back to um, to Curse and McCown, though. McCown, like I said, every week starter, really. He, he's proven that um, throughout the entire year at this point. And, you know, Jermaine Curse playing well bodes well for Robbie Anderson and Jermaine Curse because how are you going to, you know, what what side is the safety? You can't double him. McCown has no problem feeding both of them. Obviously, yep. yeah, just that potent Jets passing attack what? with Josh McCown, like we all thought was going to happen. <laughs> yeah. Um, what a win for the Jets! I know awesome. we're not in, we're awesome still not the recap, but I, like that's like one of my favorite wins of the year. It was a great game. Um, moving on though, we do have a couple more people we want to get to uh, in terms of waiver wire heroes. Um, the Bucks, just kind of in general, because this is an offense that a lot of people probably gave up on. Maybe not the big pieces like Mike Evans and Deshaun Jackson, but you've got Peyton Barber who just had 25 touches yesterday. Cameron Brake gets two targets, converts both of them into touchdowns against a team that was pretty staunch against tight ends in Green Bay. Best in the league. And it just shows you how good of a red zone target he is, is right. really all it is. Right. And in a, in a normal matchup, he'd probably get more action between the 20s. And yeah. Winston's only getting healthier now and it was right. cool that he came back almost got them to a win you know the bucks are gonna be a um you know they're a soft, i think they're a soft target matchup you know you, you can put your guys in when they play a softer defense they get detroit this week who's been really on you know going down the tubes pretty bad over the past couple weeks um, just let up like 40 to the you know, more. Yeah, it they seems used like, to be really bad against the tight end, as in last year. So old habits kind of die hard. Right. So I really do like Cameron Break this week, and they've been really bad against running backs very recently. Right. So Peyton Barber is actually a very sneaky play. Yeah, we we like the Bucks, I guess, yep. this week, right, guys? <laughs> I liked them last week too. Yeah. Like, uh, Mike Evans did a lot to do me wrong, but <laughs> yeah, that's all right. <laughs> me too. Me too. <laughs> um, we got one more guy we feel like we need to mention in terms of guys who are on our radar. And then just a couple of guys we wanted to remind you about. Number one, Marquise Goodwin turns eight targets into eight catches with Jimmy Garoppolo at the helm. We think, and I mean, it. definitely there's tape to prove it, Jimmy Garoppolo way better than any option 
the Niners have put out at quarterback. So that's all obviously a he's very, very good. good, good I think yeah. I think he's very good. Um, he also targeted Trent Taylor six times and he caught all six. So his rece- he was throwing to his receivers at a one hundred percent accuracy on his targets. So is that good? That's that's pretty darn good. And okay. it was against the Bears. This wasn't against a, a bad secondary. So we spent all week talking about. So, well, I mean, they didn't even score a touchdown. Right, they didn't score a touchdown, but they play Houston coming up this week. Yeah. You know what we underestimated? The Robbie Gould revenge game. <laughs> because he never should have got cut by the Bears. When the Bears cut him, Robbie Gould was the most accurate kicker in the history of the league. Right. And they Chicago just cut was him. pissed. Like the, the yeah. Citizens. Right. Absolutely. They should yeah. be. They still should be. They're rolling out like the ghost of Cairo Santos last week. It was unbelievable. Um, and then just Kenyon Drake. He had a big game against a tough run defense volume, in Denver. Volume, 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 volume. There's volume. a chance it's his all the way to the end of the year with uh, the Williams injury. So, I'll tell you what. I, I was um, I was texting texting Don because we we weren't watching the games together, and uh, he was like, Don was like, oh, you know, I'm pretty upset. I I benched Kenyon Drake, and I was like, well, dude. You might be able to keep Kenyon Drake. That's how good he's looked this far. I think he's going to control this backfield. That's why he was my number one waiver claim last week. And now he, you know, he's got a stranglehold. If he's yeah. out there, you have to put in a claim for yeah. him. And then a couple of Cardinals just to round things out. Kerwin Williams looked pretty good yesterday. Adrian Peterson, again, neck injury. I think that's matchup scary. based. What do you think? Right, Tom? for sure. Yeah, definitely a matchup based kind of thing. Um, but, you know, there's there's room for it. No doubt. The stretch. But Ricky Seals Jones is not matchup based. You can uh, roll you, him out there. Oh, you're going to say oh, yeah. every I'm in. I'm well, in. he's actually got good Jones. matchups upcoming, like I was talking about. He still gets the Giants, yep. who we know are kind right. of struggling. I think Washington, too, and right? Washington as well. Yep, they've been getting beat up by tight ends. Well, and they've both actually been pretty bad against a run recently, so that yeah. helps uh, Kerr and Williams' case as well. True. All right, let's let's uh, let's get to the slate. It was an interesting week. It was a pretty good week of football, I would say. Um, some very compelling games. Right. Starting with Thursday, um, Washington and Dallas – Cowboys come out like a team that needed to win to keep their season going. Washington, who is... Uh, we were just talking about the Chicago kicking situation. Right. Yeah. This just broke. Cairo Santos is going on IR. Oh, and man. And the Bears signed Mike Nugent. <laughs> oh, my. There you go. What's that? Nugent's like seventh team in the past this, like this like year. year. Yeah. He was kicking for the Cowboys like two weeks ago. Yeah, I thought he was still on the Cowboys. <laughs> Waiver wire hero oh. Dan Bailey's coming back. Yeah, Dan Bailey. <laughs> right. that's, that's well, he's why. been back. Oh, yeah, oh, he's he, been back? Yeah, he, okay. kicked, he, yeah, kicked, he kicked, kicked the other night. Oh, my bad. Mm-hmm. Well, speaking of which, that game, right. um, I was very impressed by the Cowboys. They kind of looked like they were in rollover and die mode. Uh, and but then Dak, Dak had Prescott a great game. got his mojo back, he did. baby. He did. The Redskins just fumbled everything away. I mean, yeah. they could have they could have done so much damage early on. The Cowboys were not even close to getting a first down. I think they had like three three and outs to begin the game. Right, and the Redskins were just giving them the ball. Yeah, you're they right. all ate a bunch of popcorn before the game. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, that that jumbo bag of popcorn did <laughs> extra dirty. butter. <laughs> Oddly enough, like Washington has kind of become like a soft defensive target because of how much they fumbled. Kirk Cousins has had the most fumbles for any quarterback in the league this year also um my boy josh norman is not a hundred percent i don't think you know he yeah. he's not the josh norman of old so when you see washington well, that's against, a short week too for him so yeah that, that true, probably true. so, so hope, maybe he can come back to form i'm hoping he does but i'm not taking washington as seriously on the defensive side you know like we like we were talking about i think larry larry fitz plays them soon and i have no problem starting larry so does ricky seals jones right (laughs) (laughs) um chiefs jets like i said this is my favorite win of the year 
Honestly, because I just I really thought the Chiefs like the Chiefs start off they're white hot. Travis Kelsey gets two touchdowns in the first five minutes of the game. He really gets his groove back. Tyreek Hill has two bomb touchdowns. Both of them looked like the straw that broke the Jets' backs. And Josh McCown just brings them back, brings them back, gives them the lead. The Chiefs come back and tie it. And what does he do? He puts them on his back one more time, gets that touchdown. On the uh, fifteen play drive, nine of them, nine of those fifteen plays from the one yard line, <laughs> and they and the Jets just found a way to win, and and that's that's just like a super cool thing. This game for, ruled to for watch. Me. Yeah, it was as awesome. A, yeah. As a Tyreek Hill owner, everywhere, Robbie uh, Anderson, Robbie Anderson, <laughs> and then the Jets actually win. You know, yeah. so that was really yeah. cool. I was telling you guys about it today. I was in third place, playing the guy in second place, trying trying to get a buy. Had to beat him by four points. Right. Um, Tyreek Hill goes so nuts that I actually am now in first place right. <laughs> and won most points because the guy who was in first place just nuked. Yeah, and I outscored him by like sixty. Don, just a just a reminder. That's why you play Tyreek Hill. Every week. I did. I did play him this week. It's. I swear to God, it's the first week I've played him this year where he scored. Hashtag stats. You are unbelievable. Crazy. Yep, unbelievable. Um. But he, he he made up for it. He, he got me another. Well, one. let's mention because um, I'm not sure we mentioned it last week. If it if it happened or if it came out, it happens. It came out Sunday. Okay. If you're talking about the offensive exactly. Play yeah, yeah, I think it came out after our episodes. Is that Andy Reid is not calling the plays anymore? Right. He uh, relinquished control of that responsibility. Matt Nagy, and, I think the guy's yeah, name it's, is. It's a Nagy. Sure. And, and um, he likes to go deep. <laughs> he likes to go deep. And if that continues through the playoffs, they actually have some good matchups. They get Oakland. They get the Chargers in these next two weeks. Right. Chargers, obviously a pretty good matchup, but the Chiefs have always played the Chargers really, really, really tough. Yes, they have. Yeah. Like That will be a game where I start Kareem Hunt again, and maybe he takes That's, me, that's with the not. division on the line, too. Yeah. That's going to yeah. be a big game. Yeah. And, well, the Chiefs in the next two weeks play the Raiders and the Chargers. Wow. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's big-time moving week for the AFC West. It's going to be an awesome finish. Yeah, and uh, Alex Smith, what a game. Yeah, yeah. awesome. Letting it fly. I um, mean, everyone in that game really just was awesome, except yeah. Austin's very Jenkins somehow. But uh, <laughs> we see better things coming for uh, the big man, no the doubt. big fella. He's pa- still money. I pa- love him. <laughs> Patri- I used to hate him. Going to cut you off again. No, just kidding. Patriots, Bills. I love him. Um, <laughs> <laughs> have the Patriots clinched the East yet? I, I feel know. like it's about time. Doesn't matter um, if they do. fantasy, so I don't even care. Uh, it, it does. It if does. They bench everybody. Uh, I mean, it matters. It, I'll it tell does. you what, <laughs> if, depending on how tonight goes, and the Steelers then get the Ravens on Sunday night next. The Steelers week, and Pat still and play then, each other. And then the but week if the, fifteen. So if the Steelers drop one of these and they lose to the Patriots week fifteen, so no. The answer to your question is no. Then right? They might. Well, I'm saying like no. That it's not clinched yet. No, it's not. Yeah. Not the number one not overall the one. seed. The AFC East, I'm pretty sure, is clinched. Yeah, the so, Bills would have to win out, and that no, actually, it's done. It's done. Yeah, it must be. It's done. Um, so yeah, the the Bills. I mean, Tyrod left the game at the at late with an injury. The Bills. I don't think they even managed a touchdown, and Gronk was stupid. So well, he so, got injured on the first play of the game, but he didn't leave until the third quarter, which right. had a lot to do with his low output. Yeah, um, especially for a guy like him who relies on his mobility. Here's uh here's fantasy football for you, right? In one of my leagues, I have Tyrod Taylor and Jameis Winston. I benched Jameis Winston because I was scared of him getting hurt in the middle of the game and coming out. <laughs> <laughs> and then Tyrod. And there gets, we go. You know, it's yep. like, come on. <laughs> That's sickening. Yeah, it's horrible. That but is sickening. Um, 
It, Shady has been Shady's had a tough year just because the touchdowns haven't been yeah, there. That's, but he, I mean he gets he gets so much usage. That's that's always his uh his cross to bear. You know, some yeah. years he has a high touchdown total and some years he doesn't. Right. And you know, but you got to bet on the talent. Yeah, and of course he's capable. So it's yeah. it's not like you'd ever bench him right now, especially going into the playoffs. Right. Yeah, you, you dance with the girl that you took to prom. Yeah. Right. Know? It's exciting. So. Like uh, it seems like he's gonna he might fall to like the second round next year. You know, he'll be like, in the same spot again. Yeah, there's I some think. there's some second, interesting third. guys that'll that'll like kind of fall back. Kind of him and Julio, I think, are very similar. For this whatever year. reason, he's uh, not as sexy as he used to be to fantasy owners. Yeah. you know what I mean. Yep. He's kind of just lost that luster. Yeah, yep. if people like Alvin Kamara, new shiny Whew. toy like that, he might go ahead of. Uh, he might LeSean go ahead of everybody. But yeah, I'll, I'll still I'll still uh, be happy with Lashawn McCoy. Me too, for sure. Me too. Uh, Broncos Dolphins. I said it. I said said on the podcast last week why do they even have to show this game on television i made a bull prediction with my pick'em league that i do i was like i bet you there's going to be eight combined quarterback turnovers i was off by three okay <laughs> uh simeon throws three picks cutler throws two the dolphins win they turn the game on a defensive touchdown Kenyon drake we talked about the volume we talked about how he may end up just winning this job outright oh, whether yeah. or not it's damian one. williams comes back um that's really all I got. I would consider it one for Kenyon Drake. I mean, obviously, I'm sold on him. Um, but even when Williams was in, he seemed like to be the more effective and aggressive runner. I just really like how Drake runs. You know, he yeah. runs with power and speed. And when you have that combination, you don't go away from that. And, you know... Adam Gase was all in on Jay Ajay at the beginning of the year, giving him that workhorse role. So he's not scared to put one guy back there and let him go every single down. Definitely. Absolutely. And it was a good shutdown on Emmanuel Sanders. I wasn't uh, convinced right away. But, right. I mean, he got a okay target share, but his output was trash. So yeah. you were 100% Who right. Who was it's, that? It's the that quality of the targets that he's receiving is just they're in shambles. Their offense is in shambles. Yeah. And even against a defense as bad as Miami, they couldn't get anything done. So, you know, if if we were still doing year-long shutdowns, you know, we might have to throw the whole Broncos offense yeah. in there. I, I, I mean, I have good wide receiver options where I have Emmanuel Sanders. Thankfully. And I'd be fine yeah. to just cut him at this point. Kenyon oh, yeah. Drake's next three games, New England, 10th against running backs. Okay. At Buffalo, 3rd against running backs. Kansas City Week 16, Although with the volume, there's really nothing to fear. With I mean, he just did it against out. Denver. You know, exactly. this is one of the best defenses against running backs in the league. You know, they've been softening over the past couple of weeks because just overall their team is turning out. But you know, if he can do it against Denver, yeah. you know, he, to me, I think he can do it against anybody yeah. if they're willing to use him in that role. Uh, can we start Kenny Stills every week? Maybe. I mean, I think that two it's, good matchups coming up. Well, then yes, if he has a good matchup, you know, so like. Have no fear. Yeah, uh, but it's tough to say because it I don't is know. Tough. It's also he one of those certainly situations surpassed like, Devonte Parker, though, right? Yes, yeah. but it's also like who's on your team, right? Right, like, right, yeah. exactly. Like <laughs> if you're if you're desperate for a guy, I think he's he's a good pickup. But yeah. you know, if you're if you're loaded up at receiver, it's it's, it's tougher. Yeah, it's, it's definitely start your stud season, but like. It's still good to have these guys. He, yeah. in your you know, arsenal. he used to be such a dart throw, and he's not a dart throw anymore. That, that's, and that's, that's really, true. I think, the main takeaway. Fair enough. Uh, Niners Bears, like we said, Robbie Gould revenge game. Garoppolo looked better than his statistics might have suggested. Certainly looked more competitive than Beathard and Hoyer uh, earlier did earlier in the year. Uh, for the Bears, I mean, they're gonna have a new coach next year. I don't think it's really any question. I mean, we thought that last year too, but we did. um, 
you know, these two teams stink. And uh, that was very evident throughout the game. Um, the only thing worth bringing up, in my opinion, is the Terry Cohen punt return touchdown again. Beautiful. Because it was so cool. I think that it's worth mentioning twice. It was reminiscent <laughs> of like Devin Hester when he was at Miami. Right. Me. It didn't look like an NFL play. Yes. Yeah. That's what that was my takeaway. It it just didn't have an NFL feel. It felt <laughs> like he was back in college, you know, he went to a small school, so he was ripping off touchdowns oh God, like that yeah. all the time. And it that's what it felt like. Was he from Toledo? No, I think it was like else. North Carolina, like a small North Carolina state, like something A&T? like that. Yeah, from drumline. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was so. It was something like that. I'm, I'm serious. Shout out to Nick Cannon. Um, <laughs> yeah, I think uh, Dontrell Inman is almost worth just like a little bit of a mention, maybe like a DFS dart throw. Yeah, but his lineup or his schedule going down the rest of the road is actually pretty bad. Yeah, and then um, so is his quarterback. Yeah. Right. And the <laughs> well, season. speaking of that, John Fox was like Mitch Trubisky. Well, I mean, he gets Cincinnati at Cincinnati. Yuck. Then he gets at Detroit and then Cleveland in the championship, but you're not you're not rolling out Dontrell Inman. Inman in the championship. And even yeah. like even when you see the Browns, you know, you know Keenan Allen can beat up on the Browns, but McCourty is a good corner. Yeah, and, yeah. And, you know, I mean, Keenan Allen is a liter- on a literal historic streak right now, so you got to kind of move, remove him from that. So those those matchups are too tough yeah. for me. Yeah. I agree. John Fox said Mitchell Trubisky had one of his best games as a pro. He was ten of twelve for hundred five yards. That's nasty. Good, Hashtag stats. Good completion percentage. Yeah. Great completion percentage. <laughs> that game would have been a lot uglier if it weren't for Tariq Cohen yeah. for the Bears. No kidding. Uh, Lions-Ravens, speaking of ugly, uh, the Lions did what they typically do. They let the Ravens get out to a big lead, tried to attempt their comeback in the fourth quarter, and it just didn't happen. Ravens Stafford defense. ends up hurting his throwing, throwing hand. hand. So we got Again, um, huh? the guy that backs up Matt Stafford. I literally can't remember his name right now. Um, I don't know. Either. Orlovsky, maybe? <laughs> That's who it used to be. <laughs> There's no way the Lions stuck with Orlovsky after the 0-16 season. Um, but maybe. No, I, I feel like it was like Hackard or something. Okay. Hackenberg, maybe. Um, but no, he comes in, throws a pick six, tip ball at the line. Eric Weddle goes in, scores. Uh, Justin Tucker had a big day. Alex Collins had a big day. Yeah. But now he's dealing with some issues. Jake um, Ruddock. Jake Rudock. There you go. Rudock. Yeah, I don't even know how to say it. Um, Also, that guy. If you're going to get stepped on by somebody, you don't want it to be Terrell Suggs. No. No. And you don't want it to be on your throwing hand. Matthew Stafford, really tough. If you remember last year, was playing down the stretch with the splint on his hand. Right. And it really, I mean, it affected him to a degree, but he was still a usable fantasy player. Right. There's no doubt about it. Um, I expect him to try to play, but it is scary um, going into a playoff situation with a guy who's injured like that. So, yeah. And he gets Tampa this week, too, so it, the it's, temptation be is there. Yeah. I mean, where I have him, uh, I guess I'd play him. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But uh, you just want to hear the developments, oh, and yeah. we'll we'll update you guys on that on Thursday and throughout the week. Right. Alex Collins of Baltimore dealing with migraines after Sunday's game. It was oh, reported by trouble. John Harbaugh today. Uh, so that's definitely going to be something that we need to be monitoring uh, throughout the rest yeah, of this week. Yeah, you might need to uh, put – Buck Allen back on the radar if uh, yeah in Woodhead if uh, if he's out yeah um I wouldn't be too excited about it though to no, be honest nah. no not at all uh, Vikings Falcons what more does do the Vikings need to do I mean they are now the number one seed I think uh, Al Michael said it on the broadcast last night at the fourth tiebreaker which is strength of opposition 
the Vikings have broken the tie and they have the one seed in the NFC right now over the Eagles. A lot of football left to be played for sure. But uh, interesting to note right now, they certainly have been impressive over the last couple of weeks. They go in, get a tough win in, well, they get a dominating win on Thanksgiving against Detroit. They beat the Browns and then they've also beaten, or not the Browns, the Rams. They did beat the Browns. Uh, They did beat the Browns, but that wasn't very impressive. (laughs) It wasn't noteworthy. Um, And then they come in and they, they go to Atlanta and they beat Atlanta by not allowing a touchdown for this what's supposed to be prolific Atlanta offense. Especially I thought it was a on the really impressive track. win on the fast track. I mean, I, there's there's nothing left to say. I think you know we know for sure. Rhodes regained his clamp status after Ooh. getting burned by Marvin Jones. He steps up to the plate against yeah. Julio. Nice to see him bounce yeah. back. Of course, everyone knows I love Julio, so it sucked yeah. for me a little bit. But you know, it's nice to see him come back. I Broke the streak. He did, yeah. So Jarvis Landry with four catches. Jarvis oh. Landry now the only uh, the player with the longest streak, I think, of five like, catches of five in a game. Yeah. Right. Thielen still rocks. It hurts. I don't know. He still rocks. Though. No, he rocks. And um, you know, it's looking like Keenum could be an every week starter still, man. Keenum and Keenum Ride in the wave. town. <laughs> Who knew? Yep. <laughs> Ride the wave. Let's do it. I'm in. Uh, Latavius Murray. Puts in a good performance. Another one. So does McKinnon. So yeah. even though we were torn on that one, whatever direction you lean yeah, in. Yeah, McKinnon got the touchdown. Murray had the yardage. Yeah, so they so both, both, they both serviceable. put in a good day. Uh, and Diggs kind of struggling yeah. a little bit. So Yeah. I thought uh, Devontae Freeman looked very good coming back from his concussion. He was running hard. Yeah, but he's just um, like. Just kind of got phased out when Atlanta went down. Yeah, they, he only got like 11 or 12 rushing attempts. And then Tevin Coleman gets like eight or nine. So yeah. that's just kind of the state of affairs. Yeah. You, you you want more from Devonta Freeman if you drafted him in the first round this year, that's for sure. Yeah. Um, but it is what it is. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Bucks Packers, like I said, Green Bay did exactly what they needed to do. They beat a team that maybe wasn't inferior to them, but certainly a team that the Packers could beat. They get the win in overtime. Brett Hundley almost has more rushing yards than passing yards. I promise you that's a bad thing. <laughs> and uh, Jamal Williams carries them, literally. To a win, and Aaron Jones comes in with the uh, with the Mariano Rivera, and uh, closes, closes it out. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's um, going to be interesting to see what they do looking forward to next week because yeah. they face the Browns, who actually have a good run defense. Yeah, the Browns won't let it won't won't let the uh, the Packers run it right down their throats like like Tampa like did. Tampa did, but um, you know, hopefully they got to get that win. They got to go get that win and give Aaron something to come back for. If not, season's over. Yeah, I actually still much do like Jamal Williams this week uh, versus the Browns. They've been easing up a little bit, so to speak. Yeah. Like they're kind of falling apart, as yeah. the Browns do. And um, Jamal Williams also pretty successful in the past game. Had so, the long touchdown against yeah, Pittsburgh. So, so it's not um, it's not out of the realm of possibility for him right. to be used heavily and well. Yeah, yeah. And, and it was very encouraging to see Jameis come back and, and play well. Yes, it's a soft target, but... You know, looking forward at his schedule, he kind of has some softer targets that that he can probably throw on and have some decent success. So, if he's out on your waivers still too, I think there's a chance that that he is in some leagues. He's still floating around. I think he's worth picking up and and kind of if you're in that mix where you don't have that every week starting quarterback, you don't have that Brady, that Wentz, you know, one of those guys, and you can get him in your mix in your consideration mix. It's worth it. Absolutely, Titans Texans again, just kind of a sloppy game. 
Tom Savage, Tom Savaged his way to another loss. Every week we talk about the Titans and how they win ugly. Every yeah. single week we're like, well, the Titans did it again. Well, they're yeah. like usually a playoff team. What are they, 8-4 yeah. now? Yeah. yeah, they're 8-4. I mean, everyone on the team got a concussion, though. Um, Alfred Blue <laughs> got a concussion. Uh, CJ Fedorowicz got like his third or fourth in the year. Gosh. so uh, he, he should gotta, probably be done. He might. Uh, he could step away from football in all honesty. Yeah, at that uh, point. Um, and then uh, Bruce Ellington, my boy, got yeah. a concussion. Yeah. It's funny, though. His replacement is actually his cousin. Andre. Andre Ellington. Wow. And he came in and <laughs> He was, like, it. running out of the slot. It was awesome. <laughs> he did the same thing. Yep. <laughs> um, so it was pretty cool. I mean, I guess you could use him in, like, a daily kind of setup if he's really cheap and uh, his cousin is still concussed. But with all those concussion prospects – this is kind of more for the next episode, but Lamar Miller should be fed versus the 49ers next week. And DeAndre Hopkins excels when he's the only show in town. Yeah. He's going to be the only show in town. No question they about that. They should get that. Miller throwing to Hopkins, basically. <laughs> um, the other, I mean, for the Titans, you know, Derrick Henry had that closeout touchdown. Otherwise, that was like his whole day. They stink. Yeah. Fantasy yeah, they're wise. terrible. Yeah, yeah, they're not fun at all. Fantasy. No, wise. Richard Matthews again. So Delaney yeah. Walker, keep track of him. All right, for all intents and purposes. Yeah. Didn't he score? He did. So yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm, I like whatever. Delaney Walker. He's doing normal. He Delaney hasn't Walker. been scoring at his pace that he had over the last couple of years. So we may start to see well, of a regression recent, of the he's mean actually, for him. Exactly. I'm, root, yeah. I'm rooting hard for Richard Matthews because. You know his his schedule is. You know he goes. I believe Arizona this week, which. I don't. I personally don't believe he'd see Patrick Peterson. I think that's more of Corey Davis that they'd put on him because he's a bigger-bodied receiver, and you know, Rashard Matthews is more of an all-over-the-formation kind of guy. We, we'd have to see how the they rep- can get him away. Reports from are, exactly, Peterson. and then they play Houston, so it's two great matchups. I'm I'm hoping that he can come back and um, and you know give that impact that he has been really all year because clearly the Titans miss it too. Yeah, for sure. Uh, Colts Jags. We knew the Jags were going to beat the Colts down. They did. Yeah. Fournette gets back into the end zone. That was nice to see. Cool uh, Bortles. Yes, very cool. Especially from <laughs> yeah. two basketball players sitting across the table from yep. you. Um, you know, T.Y. Hilton, I was happy to see that he scored yeah, on a very T.Y. Hilton play, just though, running across the field. Even like, though we shut him down and everything, like he did not He did score, sure. Right. But that he was did, it, though. He still didn't even go over 10 points. Yeah. You know what Jeez. I mean? So it's like... Yeah. Still worthy. He didn't really miss. Yeah, yeah, no, not at all. Even even with a touchdown, which is scary. Yeah, it's and their their matchups get no easier. But the Jags matchups are are great coming down. Obviously, they get Seattle this week. I believe it's in Seattle too. That's so, a loss. Just so chalk it up. So that one, yeah, that one's not looking too good. I mean, if any team can go in there and and grind it out with the Seahawks, I it's think the it's Rams. the Rams. Okay, the Rams too. <laughs> but you know, I think the Jags could be in that in that consideration as well because you know they're they're tough to throw on. They run the football well. All, the, all those, yeah. all those cl- football cliches. So, um, you know, but after that week, that's when we get excited for Bortles and the gang. It was what Houston and then Houston, San Fran to close it out. That's very good. Yes. Um, Browns Chargers. We talked about Josh Gordon a lot. We talked about Keenan Allen, the first wide receiver in NFL history to go ten catches for over hundred yards and a touchdown in three straight weeks hashtag stats and two hats of off to the dude he's been over. unreal two does he way make over it four yes well, against washington against washington next week i say no question he look he he <laughs> really cooking. looks like yeah he looks like the best receiver in football right he now. does i mean he's gone from i love him. he was probably yeah, like too. fringe <laughs> top 20 guy in the course of this year he's now in the top five wide receivers because of these last well he weeks. actually started pretty strong he did and then had a, a bit of a lull but now you know is 
obviously yeah, like you know it's like one of those things that we always talk about like when teams go away from their best player and we're always like you know like julio jones mind-boggling doesn't get a lot of targets some weeks it's keenan allen Thomas. got in this rut where Rush. you know phil <laughs> where phil was throwing the ball to austin eckler and travis benjamin and all these other guys and then he finally realized if i target keenan allen 15 times a game he's gonna make a difference for yeah. us well it's- also travis benjamin succeeding in any level is almost like a vulture because he yeah. takes up the whole field right he'll, he'll score a 70 yard touchdown right so then all of those yards are disappeared from everyone yep. else's stat line mm-hmm. um, he's had a few successful games so it's, it would be annoying if he did it again because it could really affect the game. another no guy doubt. too and, and maybe he's maybe he's out on the waiver wire because guys got impatient with him if you need a Gronk replacement hunter henry yeah 11 catches 150 yards and a touchdown over his last two games and they get washington who's been a soft tight end target next week i mean you could do a lot worse, and he's been playing a lot better. Yeah. So you know, I, I like him going forward next week and possibly into It'd the be future. Sur- I think in a in a post Browns week, it would be surprising if he was still floating around on your waiver. But if he is, I agree, very much worth it. Yeah, Definitely. that claim I tried to put in for him last week, I didn't even get him. Didn't work out. No. Nah. Was that our hometown league? Because I was the one who got him. No, it was oh, a right. different one. <laughs> Where Sorry, I, anyway. honestly, if I had him, I would have been really <laughs> would have been very useful. Yeah. Um. For the Browns, like we said, I think, you know, Josh Gordon, he's certainly not going to be startable for these playoff teams unless, I mean, he gets the Packers. I think he's startable. Could we do it as a wide receiver three? I actually think he's startable. Once again, you know, it depends who you have, right? If you were, like, super running back heavy and that's how you've made your your bread and you've got, you know, digs or something like that, I would start Gordon over digs. I'll tell you what, too, like keeper leagues, he's going to be a steal. He wasn't drafted, obviously. We'll see. About true. that, he's got a whole off season, man. Very true. All right, fine. <laughs> um, he's played one game. Just let me in have four hope years. for him, please. He's played one game in four years. Um, I think he's one. startable anyway. I think he's startable as <laughs> against well against Green Bay. Yeah, they can't I think cover anybody. Plays, so as long what, as he yeah. makes it to kickoff without getting suspended, then he should be good to go. Let it go. <laughs> I mean, he could easily even get drunk before the game and still be startable. <laughs> Yeah, you're right. That's <laughs> the problem. Yeah, actually. but it's, it doesn't matter though. Is yeah. what I'm not saying. for fantasy. It's not a problem for fantasy. Yeah. Apparently. Oh my god. Apparently, it's a solution. Kenny Brick gets pissed, spikes his Gatorade, <laughs> and he goes and for he three goes touchdowns. <laughs> oh my god, we're going to hell. Rams Cardinals, another beatdown of the Cardinals by the Rams, but old faithful. Larry, Larry Legend, man. He's he unbelievable. Does it again. It's so disrespected all the time in ADP. You know, everywhere yep. I got him was a steal. Yeah. And I'm happy as a clam. Uh, Sammy Watkins scores. Jared Goff looking like a usable quarterback down the stretch. Oh, for sure. Uh, Although, he, all, I think his next Seahawks matchup's week 17. 15. Damn it. Uh, but. The Rams play the defense, play the Seahawks extremely well. Right. They do they, and uh, you know we could use Bortles that. And week this anyway. one's in LA too, isn't it? I don't know, man. Okay, they I'll got the Eagles though. coming up too, though. The Rams. That's so right. They yeah. got they got tough sledding up ahead. Yeah, we're but, about um, to find out just how good the Rams are. That's right. Which is cool. That's a very exciting thing for me, no doubt. Um, to kind of see because I mean you know a lot. McVay's pretty much the coach of the year. So I mean, far this year. I'd go Zimmer. They but they go and beat Philly. You know they're looking at a first round bye. Yeah, exactly. Which is very, very impressive considering yeah. where they came from. Absolutely. At Seattle. Mm. Home to Philly. Mm. Well, we'll see. Um, and then Tennessee in the championship. Nice. And if you play week 17, San Francisco. Oh, yeah. Uh, Giants Raiders. We got the Geno start. Two lost fumbles. 
bunch of sacks nice. taken. <laughs> found Evan Ingram. Classic Jets a performance. Lot. <laughs> um, found Evan Ingram a lot though. Nine catches for or seven catches for ninety-seven. Well, I guess he has a brain after all. He sure does <laughs> because um, you know Ingram's a stud. He is, and uh, he should be fed like that every single week. And That's all you can really say about the Giants at this point, yeah. right? Our boy Dark was snuck in, but it, you know he had like. He was another one who like scored and still had less than ten points exactly. for the most part. So, are the Giants hardening as a tight end target? Because Jared Cook did nothing, and I that's know. three straight weeks for them. I know. I mean, Kelsey had over a hundred yards. I'm getting worked up, but about he didn't it. score. Getting scary. It's yeah. It's like we we can't. We got to really think about who our shutdown or who our plum pick tight ends are going to be. This Browns, week, boys. Well, I mean, <laughs> we Se- still got Cleveland. We got, we got Cleveland. We'll Seals be fine Jones with Cleveland. is going to put the trend right back on. Track. Okay. Yeah. Fair enough. Um, but for the Raiders, I mean, I thought it was a really gutty performance from Derek Carr. Um, you know, went out there with basically nobodies and got a win when nice he needed Marshawn one. game too. Great Marshawn game. Cordero the touchdown Patterson was great. Had ninety-seven yards, maybe yeah. worth mentioning. But yeah. I think Amari Cooper's trending toward coming back. And Crabtree, uh, Crabtree will be back. So it's just kind of a yeah. Maybe should have played him in, in DraftKings. Uh, full PPR leagues. Three out of the last four weeks, Marshawn Lynch twenty plus. Wow. Yeah. Pretty How interesting, right? Yeah. Very. Um, Panther Saints, Alvin friggin' Kamara. He right. does he it again. Unbelievable. He it was doesn't really... get tackled. He, no, he, no. Ne- the first guy n- doesn't tackle him, and he almost never touches him. It's because yeah. he has like a billion moves in his arsenal, and he's yeah. so fast and strong. Like, imagine trying to tackle him. He feels like he can jump over me. Is he gonna run through me? Is he gonna juke me out? Everything, like, oh. yeah. Everything turns into an arm tackle in which he sheds. Yes. Because they're Everything. just, I don't know where to go yeah. and, and how to he corral made this Kurt guy. Coleman, who's a, like a really good safety for the Panthers on his second touchdown, he made him look like a JV second string safety. They yeah. keep giving him the uh, the shovel pitch kind of yeah. deal. Like the, uh, I don't even know what to call that. Like right off, he takes a snap under center and then just throws it back to yeah, him. Yeah, but it's, it's like, like, get it, run. It's like a backhand. It's almost like <laughs> right. uh, turning a double play. Right, like okay. Yeah, yeah, but uh, when I'm thinking pitch, I'm thinking underhand. You know, I'm like miming in person right. on a podcast. But I'm thinking like, you know, the show, like a... Must you, hear radio. You got, a like a, you got like a read option type, <laughs> yes, of, type like of flip read, going. Flip. Yeah, it's yeah. more of a flip. It was nice to see Michael Thomas get in the end zone, I think, too. First touchdown s- since week four. And he's still been so good. Very That's good. That's the crazy thing. Even I like the only league I have him in is a standard league, and obviously I paid up for him early in the year. But he's still been so good, even in a standard yeah. league. He's been very consistent. He's a rock in your life. Yeah, he's, I been, mean, he's been great. What I like about the Saints right now is like they're obviously going for it this year. They've got a great team, but go, they're really built for the future. They have a very good defense. Right. They have two fantastic running backs, and they've got weapons at receiver. I mean, they know Drew Brees can't play forever. So this team is really set up for whoever it is that serves as Breeze's successor as well. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see if um, they're like, you know, maybe like a Chiefs that, that go and trade up for their quarterback for the future yeah. like they did with Mahomes and, yeah. you know, oh. with all these prospects coming out. Speaking of trading up, I saw something Sean Payton was saying about Alvin Kamara. He was like, everybody was like killing us because we traded up into the third round to get him and everybody kind of didn't have him graded as highly. He was like... But if I knew what he was going to be, I would have taken him in the first round. <laughs> yeah, of no course. kidding. So would every other team yeah. in the league. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he has been so good. Yeah, and um, um, rookie of the year easily now. Yeah, and well, speaking of another rookie, I think that uh, it's kind of gone a little under the radar because his production has been weird. But 
If you look at Christian McCaffrey's season he's been on the good. whole right now, he's he's gonna go over a thousand yards. Uh, I total believe I believe he scored total total okay. total yeah yeah he's a total guy you know we're counting him as almost a receiver at this point <laughs> with rushing and receiving combined you know we're we're talking he's going to be thousand total yards I believe that was his sixth touchdown he'll get to at least eight and he's going to catch eighty balls so we're talking about you know an easy wr2 maybe wr1 that you could play at running back yeah that's so that's usable yeah and it's been a weird path to for him i think because it so everyone kind of expected him to just explode onto the scene like like camara but it's been a slow build for him and but the production is still there and that's that's what's that's what matters for us, for sure. Yeah, we've always talked about how he's, you know, you'd prefer to have him in PPR, right? Right. But the gap is actually closing. He's running back 16 in standard, and he's running back 10 in PPR. Wow. Ooh, running ooh, back ooh, 10 ooh. in PPR, man. Right around where he was getting drafted, which is crazy. Yeah, you know, at that front end of the third his round. His ADP was like, I was like, no thank you. But, I mean, he's he's right there. Yeah. And that's where he'll be probably next year. Mm-hmm. Um, the Sunday night game was... Interesting. Uh, it was such a nice Eagles, game for the Seahawks. Seahawks. I mean, Carson Wentz didn't do enough to win, obviously, but he made a lot of really good plays. The only problem is Russell Wilson made like a play like every single time. It seemed like. Yeah, but I know. I it said, was unbelievable. You guys like made fun of me when I said it last week, but like whatever amount he's down is like good for him. Yeah, but they never trailed in this. Well, game. all I'm saying is like whatever he has to do. Right. Well, yeah, that's the is, right. is is going to happen. Right. right. When you when you see when you see the Seahawks, you know, it rarely happens, but when you see them down, let's say like 17 in the first half, you're like, "Oh baby, here you comes know Russell." You know for sure that game is going to be within two points. Three. You're not thinking like, "Oh geez, Russell's going to screw me." You're yeah. like, "Oh baby, here it comes." Yeah, I like you know? it. Yeah, and you know, the interesting thing is is Wentz actually still turned in a pretty decent day. Um, even though he had a you know, he lost that fumble. I think that that was really the turning point of the whole game when he fumbled that ball on the goal line, goes through the back of the end yep. zone. Seahawks go down, Stupid score that touchdown, and then, you know, that's it. You know, that really was like the turning point of the game. But there's no shame in going into Seattle and losing. So, you know, Wentz, you'll get him next week. Yeah, I think... I think, you know, it, that was a really good preview for a playoff atmosphere type of game for the Eagles. And they're a young team. Like, they're a very young offense. So that's kind of what they needed to kind of I'm, wake up and be like, okay, like, we still have another level to get to. I'm really excited for the NFC playoff picture. I think well, God knows no one should be excited for the AFC. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Until the championship. Game. Right. But, you know, the NFC, at least the NFC seems like it's going to get us some really interesting matchups right. in that first round. And then as we build on, it'll get better and better, hopefully. Yep, and hopefully the Packers can sneak in. Yeah. Sure. Um, so that'll do it for us. We are coming back at you guys on Thursday with a week 14 preview, a little preview of the playoff of the first week of the playoffs. Woo-hoo. And for others, it's a last week of the regular season as well. So it's, I mean, it's a, it's a really important week. Obviously um, we're in the holiest of fantasy football months at, at this point. Basically. They're all important. Yeah. And playoffs, one baby. more thing that I'd like to add to um, at this point in the season, if you feel like you know you don't know who to drop and you you're dropping someone who was a guy you drafted as a stud drop them you, you know it's week to week at this yeah. point Emmanuel Sanders, right like these guys yeah like these like, exactly those were two great examples especially ty hilton i think you know if you have 
if you're set at receiver and you have T.Y. Hilton and you want to drop him to get Kenyon Drake to get you know Marquise one of these, Mar- you know one of these guys, do it because this is it. It, it comes yep. down to one week at a time. You figure out that week and you move on to the next. Yep. yep. And we'll be here for you at RutzFF on Twitter. We've also got us at uh, on Instagram at RutzFF. Tom, one more thing. Yeah, I just got two more names to throw out there that we didn't mention that Let's maybe we should have. Um, Rex Burkhead, if he's still available, of course. I mean, and, yeah. well, I'm just saying. And uh, Alfred Morris turned in a pretty good performance. He did. He sure so, did. Uh, yeah. I think we might have just forgot him because yeah. that happened a 27 long time carries. Ago. Yeah. I mean, the game script is not always going to be that perfect for him. So keep and that in mind. I mean, you only mind. got him for mm-hmm. two weeks. And keep that in mind. Yeah. Yeah. But um, but anyway, we're at RutzFF on Twitter and Instagram. Tom is at HillierFF. Scott is at WagsFF. I am at Why So Serious. Once again, we will see you Thursday for the Week 14 preview. Uh, plum picks, shut it downs, all that fun stuff. Uh, enjoy the uh, couple days before the madness begins once again, and we will see you Thursday. Until then, keep scoring. Baby, we were born to